0: Welcome to The Sting, the official student-run podcast of Howard Payne University, produced by the Department of Communication. I'm your host, Ben Sartre. Quick announcement for all of our Spotify listeners. If you're listening on the Spotify mobile app, you'll see that we've added chapters for each of our segments throughout the episode. So if you're tuning in to listen to a particular uh, segment in the episode, you can jump straight to that segment using those chapters, and it'll also allow you to see where you are in the episode as you're listening along. With that said, let me go ahead and tell you about the segments we have on this week's episode. First, I'll be doing an interview with Laura Benoit. Uh, Laura is the special assistant to the president and she'll be sharing about uh, HPU's Community Impact Day great information there and an exciting event to hear more about. After that we'll be going to a brand new segment called Soul Care where we'll have students who are involved with the communication department share devotionals about something God has been teaching them This week's Soul Care will feature Student Speaker Bureau member Luke Moss and I think you'll really enjoy everything that he has to share. After that we'll go over to our sports segment with Jason Turner as he interviews Elena Buchanan from the HPU Women's Basket ball team that's a great interview as well so we've got a great episode lined up and i'm really excited that you're listening to this episode now it's time for us to go to that first interview with laura benoit well today i'm joined by laura benoit special assistant to the president and we're very excited to have you on and hear from you
1: well thank you for having me
0: so uh we want to talk about several things, kind of the biggest which the biggest of which will be uh, Community Impact Day, and I'd uh, mm-hmm. love to hear some details on that. Sure. But to start us off, why don't you just tell us what type of work you do and kind of what that role of special sure. assistant to the president looks like.
1: Sure. So I work directly with Dr. Corey Hines um, in the president's office, and we do a lot of various things. It changes day to day depending on what's happening, but I do a lot of the general office work and okay. then Scheduling for the the president's schedule, travel when he travels. I work with the trustees a lot, and then we do a lot of different events. So the president's uh, presidential leadership scholars lunch uh, okay. comes out of our office. We're involved in commencement, obviously, right. um, and then you know special projects like the William B. Dean, um, MD Community Impact Day is as one that I'm directly involved with, so and and in charge of. Wow. So. It varies from day to day, which is great. I love that. That's the great thing about a uh, a smaller university that yeah. you get to do a lot of different things on a on a daily basis. So,
0: wow, that's really cool. A lot of yeah. big events coming from that office. Oh so.
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> sure, it stays pretty busy.
1: It does. It does.
0: All right, well, tell us more about uh, what Community Impact Day is.
1: Okay, so this is the second year of Community Impact um, Day, the William B. Dean, M.D., Community Impact Day. We received a grant to fund it last year, so last year was the inaugural year. Okay. Uh, we were blessed to have 400 volunteers, so it's faculty, staff, and students, and we went to six... 16 different sites throughout the, uh, community and did service projects for, uh, different organizations. Um, it is a great opportunity to serve the community. We all live here or Mm -hmm. go to school here, and do different things. And it's just a great way to give back to, um, a lot of nonprofits that don't necessarily have a large staff. So we go in and, for that time frame, we, we do some projects that they might not necessarily get to because of the size mm. of staff. So yeah. it's just a great, great opportunity for students to not only uh, learn about different places in the community, but also work with, say, maybe me. You wouldn't necessarily interact mm. with me on a day-to-day basis, but when we go out and do community service, we get to know each other in a different, yeah. different role. So, yeah. Yeah. So that part of it I really enjoy is, you know, interacting with the students and I get to as people register and sign up. So, right. so it's, it's a great day. Great yeah. experience. It's so. really cool
0: how you connect with people you serve with. Exactly. Exactly. Because you're
1: in a different role than you are in your day to day on campus. So
0: Yeah. That's awesome. yeah. Uh, so did the start of that event kind of come from the grant, or how did it? Uh, it, was, the idea it was actually come about? Dr.
1: Heinz's idea to do the the community service and then we we got the funding through the grant to to do that. Okay. And so part of that is, you know if you sign up and register, you get a t-shirt and we, Make sure that we get the T-shirts out the beginning mm-hmm. of the week before the service. So we encourage um, students and faculty staff to wear the shirt so you're easily identifiable when yeah. you're in the community. So that funds it. So, uh, so this year, Trey Oakley, a 1999 HPU graduate, he is the president and CEO of the Methodist Children's Home in Waco. He'll come and speak at chapel. And then the faculty and staff have a luncheon where he'll speak to them as well. And then classes end at noon. Um, we'll do uh, check-in at one o'clock, and mm-hmm. then one thirty to four thirty, everybody will go out and serve in the communities. So, you know, depending on what the project is and where you go, it yeah. may you may be there from uh, one thirty to four thirty, or it may be that it finishes up early, and then okay. when you're done, you're you're able to leave. So yeah, yeah.
0: Wow, mm. that's so cool. Yeah. Uh, Having you know last year four hundred students having hundreds and hundreds of service hours all right, at once. right It's, it's faculty, really cool. staff
1: and students, so it's a combination of both and that's where where it is um, I think really uh, nice because the students get to interact with different people mm. on campus that you know you yeah. see your your uh, professors every day, but it, it's everybody from the Howard Payne community that goes yeah. out and serves the community so that that's a great
0: great thing. yeah. What were some of the noteworthy impacts from that service well, last I know year?
1: A lot of the feedback that we got from um, the organizations is that they, they get to do um, projects in a timely manner that they might not necessarily get to. Um, hmm. I know that a lot of them have limited staff, so this is just a great okay. way to to do some projects, cleaning projects, outdoor cleanup that they wouldn't necessarily get to because they just yeah. don't have the manpower to do so. So that that's really the impact I think. And they're yeah. they're so appreciative of the help. So, yeah. it, um, and it's a great, great thing. So
0: that's awesome. Um, what are some of the goals or hopes for what's going to well, happen this year? So
1: we're already kind of meeting those, those goals. I wanted to, um, we're currently over 300 people already registered wow. to volunteer and we still have quite a few weeks prior to it. So Um, I'd like to see more volunteers and more sites. We're already at the number of sites that we were had uh, served last year. So that's good. And I fully anticipate getting a few more in. So we have more sites this year. So that's great. And, you know, it's just um, I encourage the students to sign up. It's uh, I think they'll be pleasantly surprised those that didn't do it last year. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: That's amazing. Um, On that note of encouraging students to sign up. What do you think you might say to a student who is interested in helping, but they're kind of on the fence, they're not sure yeah, if it's for them? I would just them. say,
1: um, I say just go for it. I mean, it really yeah. is, um, for example, some of the sites that we have, Boys and Girls Club. So mm. they have a lot of projects that, that we're going to be helping them with Good Samaritan, you know, going in. They have... Um, the resale store, they ha- have the food pantry. So there'd be different things that you would be doing there. Okay. Um, the animal shelter in, in Brownwood is also looking for volunteers. So you may be placed there. Um, it's random where, where we place people. So okay. when we get back from break, I'll see how many uh, sites we have students and then I'll start placing them. What's uh, nice is I also, I call them a site leader and depending on oh, how many okay. volunteers we're sending out like uh, the Lyric theater, they have mm-hmm. more volunteers that they need, so I'll probably have two or three site leaders, but, so somebody from um, the university will be going in and is the designated person okay. to help that organization you know, organize um, all the volunteers when they get there so so I think that I say just just try it and, and just, you know, if you're nervous about it, I mean anybody can call the office or stop by the office if they have any questions uh, yeah. about it but I really think that um if the, if anybody's apprehensive i think once they do it they'll be glad that they did it yeah. and they stepped out of their if it's not a comfortable thing for them that they're stepping out of their their comfort zone to do it uh giving back to me is uh so rewarding mm-hmm. and i think a student would find that as well that that it's they're not hard tasks it's you know like i said outdoor work painting yeah. organizing i mean in you know the they'll know when they get there the the site leader and mm. the organization will best fit so for yeah. that for that person volunteering. So I say just just try it. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds a, like it's a great day. So yeah, and you get a t-shirt. So yeah. you know
0: what's to lose. What's to lose, right? <laughs> some some great new connections right. and yeah, uh, exactly. get to help insert and serve the community. That's the
1: thing. It's it's that connecting um, by doing service. I mean I really yeah I, I think it is a great, you know we're a Christian university. You're you're giving back to the community. I can't, you know, say any more than that, that how great that is to be able to, to be given the afternoon to go out and serve your community.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, how do students uh, or any of our other listeners uh, get involved and get connected to sign up? Well, everybody,
1: faculty, staff, or student should have Mm -hmm. received an email with a QR code that they can sign up that way it'll bring you right to the form or you can go to the website and forward slash volunteer and it should bring you right to to the registration form and you just sign up and then what'll happen is when we get back from break once i've assigned you to your location you'll get an email from me saying this is where you're assigned and just some details on what what if it's painting okay. obviously yeah. you would wear clothes to painting right if it's outdoor work i mean it's not it's going to be work so i wouldn't wear really good clothes and definitely wear your t-shirt and we'll do t-shirt pickup like Monday and Tuesday of that week. So yeah.
0: yeah. Wow. That sounds great. Know, well, yeah. thank you so much, Laura, well, thank for you so much sharing for having me. It. This has
1: been great. And like I said, if anybody has any questions, they can just reach out to me directly and I'd be more than happy to answer any questions they might have. So yeah.
0: Awesome. Well, great. um, we'll go ahead and put that link that was in the email. We'll also put it in the description perfect, here for perfect. this episode. So, so remember um, it's
1: March 29th, one uh-huh. 30 to four 30. We'll go out and we'll help all the brownwood community out
0: so. yeah and yeah. so wherever you're listening you can follow that link to sign up um thank you again so much for you're joining welcome. us thank and you sharing for inviting and me so thankful for all the work you're doing and your office is doing and excited for the event Now it's time for us to go to our first ever soul care segment. This week we have Luke Moss sharing some words with us about how we can live all in for God every day. Luke is a freshman English major and a member of the Student Speaker Bureau here at Howard Payne. Um, He's also a youth intern with First Methodist Church Brownwood. I think you'll really enjoy everything that he has to share. So let's go to Luke.
2: All right, so jumping right in. First, I just want to say thanks to Ben for inviting me to come on to this thing today and just kind of share this devotional that God's been putting on my heart. And so with that, I want to jump straight in to Galatians 6, and we're going to be in a 9 through 10 in the New International Version. And so it tells us, Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family believers. And so I've been kind of resting in this word in preparation for a missions trip that I'll be taking over spring break to Uganda. And in preparation for that, I've just been kind of, you know, praying and diving into the word and just having God, you know, speak to me and just telling him, you know, use me, let me be ready, let me be available to just go out and do your works and just be a servant for you. And in that, not only he's been preparing me and he's been opening my heart and preparing my mind and soul to go serve him, but he's also been kind of giving me some personal conviction where he's been putting on my heart where he's like, yes, I want your heart to be open. I want your mind to be clear. I want your soul to be used for my works. But I don't want it to just be done when you're off on these big moments on these mission trips. I don't want it to be just a one-time thing. I don't want your heart to be that open just when you're off in Africa. I want it to be a every single day kind of thing. That's what we're called to do as believers and he's been putting that on my heart and I've actually had a few conversations with people, like he's like that's so, so true. As believers, I feel like sometimes we get so caught up in this uh, routine of, in the big moments, whether it's a missions trip or, you know, a good Sunday at church, a, a camp, a conference, anything like that. We get so caught up in preparing ourselves and opening our hearts and minds for those kind of things and serving the Lord in those moments. But we forget sometimes that our hearts should be just as full and just as opened in our everyday life. In fact, there's a song I've been listening to recently. It's by SCU Worship. It's called Monday Morning Faith. And one of the lines in there is, I want to know you on more than just Sundays. And it's, I want to see you on Monday in all the mundane things. And that's so, so true. Like that's been resonating in my heart. Just like, just like whether it's a Sunday morning, a missions trip, a conference, like I said, we want to have our hearts open and available every single day in all the mundane things, every single day of the week, whether it's. In class at work you know us whether it's anywhere we may go in our life in the calf just hanging out with our friends whatever it may be we want to have our hearts and minds always open for God always ready to be used by God and so that's just kind of what he's put on my heart to not only convict myself but just share with others as that as we go off especially in you know whatever seasons may be coming in our lives that whether it's in the biggest of our biggest days of our lives or just another day sitting with our friends on campus that we should have our minds and hearts just ready to serve serve god in whatever he may call us to do
0: well thank you so much to luke for sharing that so good to hear his heart and to start us off with this new segment excited to have more students on that to uh, share devotionals with our listeners and now it's time for us to move over to our sports segment with jason as he interviews elena buchanan
3: All right, so it is Jason the Great, you know what I'm saying, uh, with Elena Buchani, uh, a forward for Howard Payne University, she's a sophomore from Mineral Wells, Texas. How you doing? How you doing?
4: I'm doing well. How about you? That's
3: good. I'm good, too. So a little bit background information about her. Uh, she played four years of varsity at Community Christian School, uh, first team all district, first team all state. A thousand points and a thousand rebounds in her senior year. Wow, I know, right? That's crazy. I'm so impressed. Uh, <laughs> and also named state defensive MVP, and also played volleyball. And aspires to be a physical therapist. That's crazy. That's crazy. I just want to give her her flowers, to queen. You know what I'm saying? I ain't did none of that <laughs> in high school. Uh, but um, first question, I just want you to ter- tell us about yourself.
4: Yeah, so I am a sophomore in hard pain. I am an RA in VITA, go on west. Uh, I am also uh, the outreach intern at Genuine um, at Coggin. I work with great people there, Billy's great, and I love all the interns, they're fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am an allied health major. Um, so I love my classes, I love my, uh, my fellow students that I'm in there with, they're great. I love Dr. Sims and Scott Owens, they're fantastic. Uh, like Jason said, I want to become a physical therapist, so that does require a doctor degree. So yay, wow, more school. A lot of <laughs> yeah, and people are like, oh, you know, you're two years and graduate. I was like, then I'm on to my doctorate program. So <laughs> it's, it's a lot of school, but I enjoy it. and I can imagine not doing it, yeah. uh, which is really cool. Um, let's see, in my free time, I'm typically hanging out with my friends, going outside, watching movies, or playing basketball. I do do a lot of that. Yeah. You
3: <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That's that's crazy. But um, how do you feel the team's chemistry is from this past season to the season before last?
4: Uh, Yeah. My freshman year, uh, we had gotten a new coach. And then this year, yet again, we had another new coach, which was definitely Mm -hmm. a big transition, Um, the fact that we've had three coaches in the past three years. Um, But one good news, our coach is staying officially. She just got um, her official title. It's no longer an interim. So we're really excited about that. Coach Fiss is great. She's doing a lot with the program. She's brought back a lot of the um, history of Howard Payne women's basketball and a lot of the things that they used to do when she played, because she played all four years here at Howard Payne. So she brought back a lot of things, everything from devotionals to prayers before practice mm. to um, just being out in the community. Um, like, over Thanksgiving break, we had to stay here for a tournament, and we served Thanksgiving Day um, here at the CAF. Um, they did a free meal, so we came and helped with that. So like we've definitely done a lot of team bonding. I love each and every one of my teammates. They're great. They're, we all have each other's back. I actually told someone the other day, he was like, oh, you know, you're my RA friend. You have my back. And he was talking about my teammate. I said, actually, she's my teammate. I have hers before I have anyone else's. <laughs> so that's definitely something that's uh, that's grown a lot since last year. We are really close as a team. Um, we would you know, be there for each other at the drop of a hat. So that's something that's I've loved, and I'm looking forward to see what it's going to look like next year.
3: Yeah, me yeah, too. That's but
0: really cool to have a coach that has that heart for the program and to come back in after being here. That's really exciting.
4: Yeah, it is. I'm, I'm really excited to see what we'll do. we got some good recruits coming in. Um, we have a lot of re- returning. So my freshman year, I was only one of five returners. So the fact that we have a lot more staying shows a lot about our program and how much we've grown and how much people love it. So.
3: Facts. I definitely be seeing our chemistry when I be practicing with y'all. But uh, what are some of the highlights of this past season year?
4: Uh, yeah, definitely the fact of being such a young team we had a lot of freshmen. Like I said, I was one of five returners. We had two transfers that came in, so we were a very young team. And so, what's been cool for me is to be able to see a lot of those freshmen like come out of their shells and like uh, realize how different college basketball is. Which it hit me really hard freshman year. Like people talk about it, and I was like, "Oh yeah, it's not that bad." And then my <laughs> freshman year, I realized it was nothing like I expected. So seeing. Um, a lot of my freshman teammates come out and do that. has been really cool. They've taught me a lot of things, um, which has been really cool. Being able to see different styles of playing, all playing together, has been uh, really awesome. But, yeah.
3: That's good. Uh, how do you think the team will translate from this year to next year, especially losing uh, some like Bria and, and Trinity and Caitlin?
4: Uh, yeah, well actually Trinity's coming back to play. She is so yeah, oh, dang. she's taking her COVID year, so she'll be here another year. Which is great.
3: Yeah.
4: Um, That's good. but yeah, so it's sad losing Bria, Delaney, and Caitlin. They were great. Um Bria especially taught me a lot playing the same position. Um mm-hmm. same with Delaney. I love them dearly. Um, but especially the fact that we were such a young team and that we'll still be together, mm-hmm. especially since I'm just a sophomore for another two full years. Yeah. And now that Trinity gets to play, you know. Another year, hard pain, And also, we have our point guard coming back from our ACL tear that happened to begin the beginning yeah. of season. And then we also have Asia, um, who is also um, an upperclassman. So, having a lot more upperclassmen staying, and now with not having so many freshmen and having more sophomores with it, will definitely be an older team. And now that we've played with each other for a year, uh, I think it'll be, a, we want to like learn each other like we did this year. Mm-hmm. Like this year, like during pickup and practices, we're still making passes that, like, we would make to like a high school teammate, mm. and now that we like know each other and how we play, like things start coming easier to us. Whether it's yeah. knowing certain people have our back and like we trust each other a lot more, so I'm excited to see how that's going to grow into next year, um, and be um, even better than this year.
3: Okay, so how do you how do you think yourself going to grow as a leader? Because I think I think you're going to be one of the leaders uh, as a player.
4: Uh, yeah, I am definitely somebody that's more of a defensive player, and so. Mm. I've, I've talked to coach about it, and I'm really uh, planning to work on, especially this summer and off-season, being um, someone that contributes on both ends of the floor, both offensively and defensively. I have a lot of teammates that, like, scoring is, like, their thing. Yeah. And so that's one thing that they have personally taught me a lot on. Um, I think one that comes to mind is Anna, the freshman. She's a phenomenal basketball player. She started a lot for us this uh, season, and she did a lot mm-hmm. for us, um, everything from pulling down boards to scoring. And so she's somebody that, like, has taught me a lot on that, and so being able to contribute on both sides of the floor and like put in easy buckets and not freely give up rebounds like I tend to do. I typically will just pass it out and let my teammates do it, but uh, definitely something I've been working on in um, open gyms. So we've had so far in the last couple of weeks of off season and plans I you know to work on this summer.
3: Okay, okay. So last question: you choose between these uh, two questions, either. Top five greatest NBA and w- WNBA players, or your top five favorite? Well,
4: um, uh, to be honest with you, I don't watch a whole lot of pro sports. I'm not gonna lie to you. I wa- okay. I rather watch college over. Oh, you can like, do that.
3: College, college, if You want to?
4: But I'm also the type of person that like watching straight. Like I don't watch a certain team. Like I just like watching college. Oh yeah, me
3: too. I but feel it.
4: uh, I guess if I had to say like some of the top ones, I've been uh compared to a lot. To uh, Larry Bird, I've been called that because of my rebounding a lot um, in high school and stuff. And so, um, some of the ones like, I always have like always been interested in or had like write papers on. I've been like Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, or Michael Jordan. Those are ones like, especially being an allied health slash major, had like being able the opportunity to write papers on them. So those have been people that like I've loved mm. to be able to, like watch and like learn from. And whether it's just small moves that someone as a player that like. I've always done like I always would look at someone's move, and be like, "Oh, I can do that," yeah. And then, yeah, we, like, incorporate yeah. into my game. So definitely like Larry Bird is someone I've been compared to a lot, uh and so that's somebody that like I've always like
3: yeah. I guess I
4: had a soft spot for. So. Larry
3: Bird was cold, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but um, appreciate it for being on the podcast, Elena, and uh that's about it. No problem. Yeah. Thanks for having me. No problem.
0: It was fun. Well, that brings our episode to a close. Be sure to stay connected with us on our Instagram at HPU The Sting. And if you have any questions, comments, or feedback, you can also send that to us at our email address, sting at gmail.com. Thank you so much to Laura Benoit and Elena Buchanan for being guests on this week's episode. And also thank you to Luke Moss for being featured on our first Soul Care. Thank you to all of you for listening, and we'll be back again in two weeks.